Even with all the steak dinners and all the pro days that were visited across the eastern half of the United States, one name that really hadn't come up a whole lot until yesterday was that of Desmond Ritter. And then that changed, you know, in a big way. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. This was at Cincinnati, where one of the college football season's more inspiring storylines had just been told. And Ritter got the same treatment, at least by all appearances, as Kenny Pickett had, as Malik Willis had, as Matt Carell had down at Ole Miss. Everyone was there. Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, Mike Sullivan, the quarterback's coach, Matt Canada, the coordinator. And after Tomlin had one of those steak dinners, and the head coach, by the way, has had a lot of steak in the past week. With Ritter, they all spent time with him, but also Cincinnati's head coach and coordinator and quarterback's coach and everything. And they were doing their diligence. And that is the right thing to do. It's the smart thing to do. There isn't a single decision that'll be made by this franchise in this decade that'll matter more then who will be their next main linchpin anchor quarterback for years to come? So for that, and that alone, I commend them on this. They should know everything about every one of these quarterback prospects. And even more than these four, the last thing you'd want after doing this much work is to have a number five or a number six on the list show up and be somebody else's Dak Prescott. That said, I'm going to stay stubborn on this one and continue to hope that these guys don't force the issue, don't take one of these quarterbacks just because they're eager to get something done while Kevin Colbert's still on the job, or worse yet, eager to get something done just so that they can cross some really big thing off the list and then go back to Pittsburgh and get to work on the coming season with Mitch Trubisky being your starter regardless. I don't believe for a second that the latter would be the case, but I'm at least open to believing that the former would. Colbert and his retirement and everything he's meant over on South Water Street for such a long time are a far bigger deal, trust me, within those walls than they are to any of us. And these are going to be the last moves that he makes in his outstanding NFL career. I can't be convinced that that isn't at least something of a factor here. 
This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. But I don't like it. I don't. I'd rather see the Steelers retain their draft capital in a class that not everyone but most will agree is not great for quarterbacks. Hold on to that. Get yourself an impact player at any of the other various positions that you need. A more known commodity, a closer to NFL readiness commodity, and even if you're looking more toward the future and don't place any kind of timeline on the pick that you take, man, there's positions all over the place. How about a defensive lineman? You know, how about starting to find the next great wave of that group? If you hang on till number 20 and there's a defensive lineman there that you believe in, wouldn't that be better than moving up to take a flyer on a quarterback who's not going to take the field for a couple of years at the earliest and even then isn't part of some celebrated class? The class next year isn't exactly supposed to be Montana, Brady, and Manning, but it's universally acknowledged to be a much stronger class with way more opportunities for a team to take its pick of a potential franchise QB from the pack. And by that, I mean there's enough of them that you won't necessarily have all the teams locking in on the same order. Your order might be different than theirs in a legitimate way, and you'll get the guy that you want. So wait a year. What's the rush? I'm going to say this one more time. Biggest decision, most momentous, pivotal, critical decision of the decade. There is no reason, no cause to push fast forward on it. Put another way, you can't just like this kid in Cincinnati. You can't just say he's better than the rest of of the guys in this class. It's got to be the guy in your eyes. For real, not forced. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for... Just one question, and that's brought to you always on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garvin, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp and medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated super lawyers, capital S, capital L, for the past 15 years. And yes, that is a real thing. The super lawyer designation is reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com 
or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's J1Q comes from Tommy Marcos, who asks, the Steelers signed all of their free agents aside from the offensive linemen for two years. Do you think that this is in anticipation of drafting a quarterback this year? Let him sit year one, learn on the job year two, and then clear all the contracts out in year three for free agents when they feel the new quarterback is ready to win long term. Tommy, I follow what you're describing here. I don't believe it's the case, like at all. Understand that you're dealing with individuals who not only don't look ahead to future years, they don't look ahead past the next Sunday. And I'm only partially joking when I say that. That's just the mindset that's been developed. There's no rebuild, there's just reload, and all that other stuff that you hear from them gets put into motion every single offseason. When it comes to this head coach and this GM, including going back to Colbert's time with Bill Cowher, there's no precedent. There's no precedent for the type of advanced planning that you're describing there. I will remind that this roster continues to include the best football player in the world. And yes, I saw all of you who put the derisive remarks in comments when I said that the last time. Who does he mean by the best football player? The best football player on his side of the ball in the world. And if you asked 32 GMs right now, whether they'd want T.J. Watt on their team or Aaron Rodgers on their team at age 58 or whatever he is, every last one of them would take T.J. Hence, best football player in the world. Now I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, it's a good team still. It's not great. It's not even very good. But it's good, and it's continuing to get better with each additional player that's added to the roster to address certain holes. There is no one who's going to walk into that locker room, least of all Tomlin, and say, hey, uh, TJ and Cam Hayward and Minka Fitzpatrick and Najee Harris, we're going to take a couple of years to just kind of recalibrate here. I mean, you see what I'm saying? I can't even come out with a straight face and attempt this as a skit. There's, there's just no there there. Uh, that's not to suggest that these men aren't capable of some form of advanced planning. But to kind of rewind to my first segment, and this time speaking only for myself as opposed to whatever the Steelers might be thinking, I don't see any of these quarterbacks as being worth the individual investment in any of them, let alone some grand scheme that would affect the entire roster and future drafts and everything else. And I sure hope that management can make a priority of getting the very best potential quarterback as opposed to the next one that they can find. Man, there are a lot of mistakes that you can make in their business, 
and get mulligans. You can swing and miss on Jarvis Jones, but then come back with TJ. You can swing and miss with an entire offensive line for an entire season and then come back with all these guys they just signed. Quarterback? Different world, man. Get that one wrong, and uh, and good luck digging out from under the ashes over the next decade. I appreciate the question. I do, and I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers today and all week. We'll be back Monday with another one. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.